1: What you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous.
0: Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. You got that?
1: Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally FUCK YOUR OWN FACE!
0: Mbappe is gonna make a hundred million pounds. Yeah. This which year. is $1.2 playing for fucking France that's crazy vive la
1: France well, well it's the most they get more money playing that sport than anything else and, and so it, has it been
0: to be sure he is a fucking assassin I've played with him on FIFA he's <laughs> very good
1: he has this parasocial relationship <laughs> via FIFA yeah I yeah. mean FIFA's okay. great I yeah mean, it's great if you never played it it's fun it's that. yeah I'm not playing that it's a lot of fun <laughs> Why?
0: Are you a are you typical American guy that doesn't want to watch
1: football? No. I've felt, I i honestly got a really cool attachment to English football through the Welcome to Wrexham. I thought that was compelling and interesting. So, yeah. and, you know, they, they produced it in a way where it became very it, – it felt like we were watching Rocky – you know, like this this underdog and brr, brr, So they made sure. it very relatable and palatable. Look, growing up in L.A., soccer was not a big thing. Nobody I knew played soccer. That was for children. Yeah. That was for five-year-olds to LA play. L.A.
0: just won the whatever. MLS? MLS shit, yeah. yeah I,
1: and nobody cares.
0: And Will Ferrell is one of the owners.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Like It feels like the USFL. Like there's yeah, not a kinda, lot going right. on. Yeah, yeah. But look, it's a worldwide thing. America is way far behind when it comes to their appreciation of English football, or they're so
0: far behind in the appreciation. A hundred percent. people do not. I'll say this, and I don't. We're not going to do politics this week, so I'll make this the only political statement. <laughs> I I have. Can I get a Bucci. I have watched people on the Twitters and all of that good stuff. Is Twitter still around?
1: Yeah, apparently it survived. It's it's just a matter of time, my friend.
0: American (laughs) American Trumpy MAGA rednecks hate the World Cup. They hate soccer. No, why?
1: Why? A lot of brown people. Brown people. Brown yeah. people. There's a ton of brown people. From all those weird countries we've never been to, nor oh, will yeah. we go to.
0: The funny thing is that because the World Cup, this this particular outing is in Qatar, and I don't know. How it, it's Cutter, Qatar. It's Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of different pronunciations. I've literally been to the country.
1: Tomato, tomato.
0: And I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a ton of American liberals that are so-called boycotting the World Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have all the MAGA people that just don't want to watch brown people running around on a field. Yeah. And you have all the liberal
1: it's Unless it's on a plantation
0: you know they, they don't exactly. want to see exactly exactly they don't it, want to see yeah it. if you're not putting money in my pocket
1: <laughs> that's what's <a tough. laughs> up
0: but i feel like one i love the sport i really do i like the well, sport well you're a lot. newly indoctrinated to the
1: sport it's, it's not like you've been a lifelong no
0: i'm a two year guy I Yeah. Mean, by the way you've, ted lasso right. 100% ted I get lasso it. I, and made good me fall for you
1: off. it's 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 a very the hard the hard thing is and I always said this about we call soccer for the sake of sake of this conversation I'll call it football and give it its due respect. The thing about us as Americans is we like instant gratification which is why the sport of baseball is dying out as well. Mm-hmm. We like scoring. Yeah. Right? Uh we so talking about games that are 1-0, 1-1 are very difficult for us as Americans to get our head wrapped around. I understand that from a gratification standpoint. But it is a beautiful sport. Th- well, there is tactics. There are like there are things you, I know, but when you look <laughs> at it, it looks like a bunch of like a it's the same thing they say about the NFL. It's just guys running into each other.
0: On today's World Cup update, <laughs> we're recording this on November twenty
1: fifth. It's post Gobble gobble.
0: Post gobble gobble. This is the this is Black Friday. We're on it Black is. Friday.
1: And at the Brandus Household, every Friday is, is Black Friday. I know. It I is. know. Sorry, I want to slip that one in.
0: Uh the United States <laughs> played England this morning, and they finished in a nil-nil tie. Ah,
1: exciting. Just a draw. So Which
0: in the nuanced perspective of, scoring. of looking at scoring, right, right, right. huge fucking win great. for the United States. Didn't Because they, they should have lost this by like three
1: goals. Didn't they also draw on Wales too? They drew on Wales, okay, so, unfortunately. Look, U.S. men's soccer, not great. We are
0: 0 and
1: one <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was 0-2. Two. Two. Sorry, 0 so, and 2 So the big <laughs> part about liberals having issues, and this is the thing four years ago when it was in somewhere else I think Russia four years before that oh we boycotted Russia but, right yeah so every country that gets this is a big money making scheme okay it's an organization they play football they get uh put, uh what am I thinking? Like they have applying countries that want to host this because it's such a huge boon of money to whatever country does it. Japan, it is a, America's done it. Like it's a bribery ring. It's a bribery ring, and it's super corrupt and it's super gross and very what's much like in, the
0: uh, IOC
1: in
0: the. In, International Olympics. Committee. Oh, yeah. yeah, same, Very same, same. much but, the same but, shit.
1: But I think the Olympics committee's a little bit tighter with their shit. I think FIFA is a little less giving a fuck <laughs> about who knows. Uh, so they have these host countries. They spend 20 billion dollars building all this shit yeah. using essentially slave labor and then abandon the towns and the stadiums that they've built and it's just a money making scheme for all these countries. That's not saying that the 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 sports ball that's happening is bad. You still have these professional people coming in and playing their hearts out yep. and you can't overlook that. But it is really really gross. It's like serving yeah. it's like serving filet and lobster on a horribly dirty plate in a sewer. Yeah. It's still fucking steak and lobster but you're eating it within the confines of a sewer. It, it really is. That being said, there's great sports ball going on. Well,
0: not only that, I mean, I like to pretend that I'm a patriot because I think I am on some level. Sure. Right? I like watching these, ni- I mean, you got to understand, these are 19 they're children. to 23-year-old kids. They're babies. We have the youngest team internationally, and they're crazy gifted they're very talented there's a very bright future for American football oh oh and two <laughs> trust Look
1: at me you though. getting mad these kids no no nah, I mean I, there's in no way that I
0: see red and want to punch you it's a very gifted team I mean there's a uh, probably there's probably like half a dozen of those kids that are playing in Leeds and Chelsea. and Yeah, you know, which are Premier League Premier teams. Premier League like teams. The best of the best. The best of the best. Right. I mean, there are some high-level players. Yeah. Um, Brandon Aronson and Kristen Polisic and all these kids that are really, really high quality. I'm watching it for them. I'm watching it for, for those kids because they're kids.
1: Yeah, they're baby boys. You know what I
0: mean? To go out there and have a moment to like sing the
1: anthem and fucking... What did you think about uh, Iran's team? Well, not singing the anthem. Before you answer, could I put some context? Yeah. Um, Iran is in the middle of a social uprising right now. And it's because a young lady who is Kurdish, actually, they do have morality police. That's not a joke in Iran. They they have morality police. So if they find you immoral, they can round you up and arrest you. This young lady, unfortunately was beat to death in the possession of that morality, morality piece. Ever since then, they've been having countrywide protests, majority women protests. Yes. Um, they call it the hijab protests and, um, so the Iranian team that went in and is playing in the World Cup did not sing their national anthem. Correct. The hilarious point about it was every right-wing pundit was like, "Good for them." Let's flash back to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's the most hypocritical thing in the it's world, but ridiculous. I'm, I'm glad those players could at least express themselves politically. I think that's. You're right as being on a world stage, you know. And on
0: Tuesday, I think it is the U.S. The, actually, the day this podcast will come out, plays Iran, they will play Iran about the same time this podcast drops.
1: That's dope,
0: yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It
1: look, it you know, do with it what you will, it's the world cup, it's the biggest organized sports event in the entire world. I know the U S likes to think the NFL no. is the biggest thing in the world. No. There's nothing like the world no. cup. It brings the entire world to a stage. So it's, it, it it's very interesting. I've been trying to get into it more um, and not be so, you know, instant gratified by virtue of the, the, yeah. the talent, and the athleticism going on. There it's is something impressive.
0: that amazing happens in a room mm-hmm. Where people are watching soccer or I don't... I, and by the way, I don't give a shit what you call it. If you want it, to call us it soccer, I don't fine. give a fuck. It,
1: it is what it it's is. It's fine. Well, we had to... Call deline- it soccer. We call it had football. to Who delineate cares? because we're the only other country on earth that plays American football. Yeah. So we had to call it something else.
0: But you know that like the two highest rated... Um, Football shows like their sports center type yeah. of things and are both called soccer. Like, one is like soccer tonight, and from, right, you know what I mean? Like, right, they, right, right. Fucking, they understand they, they're trolling us. I like
1: seeing English football, they're trolling it, makes me feel good.
0: They're trolling the Americans. I get it. We
1: get trolled a lot, and we bite that.
0: We bite the hook every fucking time.
1: Have you ever met our last president? Yeah. We get trolled. A I don't lie. I don't want to meet him. I don't want to
0: meet so, him. So <laughs> one last thing on football before we... Foosball. This was amazing, and What's I that? think this is an amazing story. Is Budweiser sold? Oh my god! How so many million? You want to talk about Budweiser? Let's talk okay. Budweiser. So,
1: quick, quick backstory. There was supposed to be alcohol at the stadium. Budweiser was a sponsor of the World Cup, and they put in an insane amount of money. It was something like $133 million that they spent. Two days before the World Cup started, Cotter said, we're not doing beer at the stadiums anymore. Two days. They literally have warehoused beer. I think I heard something like $38 million worth of beer, something like that. It was Tomato, tomato. When you get into those types of numbers, does it really matter what it is? No. They have warehouses full of 8 pallet high stacks of cases and cases and kegs and cases. And so I'm sure they're going to be paying a pretty penny to Budweiser, which, by the way, uh, Cotter doesn't care because they have huge natural gas and oh, oil Jesus. resources. Yeah. So they get a check. Budweiser gets a check, and in return... What they're going to do... Number one, if I spent all that money to fly to that country to watch my team and I can't have a beer at the stadium, you can suck my dick. That's just... Number. If you said from the outset there was no beer, then you are who you are. Two days, Two days. before the fucking game, Two days. You're going to tell me I can't drink? Nonsense. Fuck you. Anyway, um, they're going to donate all the beer to the winning cup team. Now... The question becomes, depending on who wins, (laughs) are they just going to burn it in a bonfire? Are they going to donate it to the poor? Yeah. Because there's a lot of countries in the world that would not touch Budweiser. Of course. Okay. You were saying you think France might win.
0: My, yeah. Uh, Vive la France. I I think France has a really good chance of winning this tournament. I don't know what the French people would do with $30 million worth of so Budweiser. So this
1: is what I was telling Bobby earlier. Just like we kind of, um, we make precious all things imported into America, right? This imported beer and this is an imported wine. The same thing happens with the Euros. My family in France, everything that gets imported, anything American is kind of special. Not so much now. But you got to think of it. Budweiser is not a domestic beer to people in Europe, right? There was a point where Budweiser was number one selling beer in Germany, yeah, which is considered top of the pyramid of beer producers in Europe, yeah. Germany
0: like, and Belgium,
1: which Belgium's yeah. John Claude Van Damme. That was it. <laughs> that's all that's come out of pubs. <laughs> no, um, they have amazing and beer. they have chocolate. I don't know. Um, they have the, amazing beer. They do have a major There's a whole <laughs> style of beer named after them. Yeah, uh, but honestly, like they 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 consider our domestic beer, oddly enough, not Coors, just Budweiser, which yeah. is weird. Because uh, if you've ever had Coors, you know. But Ugh. they might actually take that and like distribute it and drink it. But I, it was it was funny to me to think, oh, what do we do? So now is it going to be? it's it going to be whoever wins World Cup is going to be responsible for all the shipping, handling? Uh, because you know it's that is worth more than the beer itself. Yeah. Budweiser just doesn't want to have to do anything with it. Right? They wrote that off as a hey, let's go. 100%. So now some other country is going to have to get forklifts, containers, yep. people to get. That beer, which by the way is on a shelf life. Oh, yeah. Just be honest, 100%. Right? To their country. My thought was the best thing would be Australia. Oh. Because those fucking lunatics yeah. will drink anything. Dude. Yeah.
0: They can't beat they us. They don't care.
1: Yeah. They don't care. I recall- Is there a South American team that's close to no. maybe potentially no. winning? No. Not okay. at all. No. I don't know shit. The
0: Aussies uh, are not great. Right. Uh I remember back in the nineties when we thought Foster's was was this cool. Cool. The oil cans. Oil cans. Oil cans. Oil, oil cans. cans of so Foster's. big. So, so big. Dog shit beer. Dog shit. Dog shit beer. <laughs> <laughs> and over my decades of life I've become <laughs> friends with several Aussies mm. and you know what they don't drink? They
1: don't drink fosters.
0: Fucking fosters.
1: They have that, these weird like um regional beers they drink. Yes. In Ireland in uh, Australia, I'm sorry. It's they have, like, they have every these state, weird, every little like Victoria, yeah, is a big one. They all have these weird regional beers they drink. So it's like the United States, right? Exactly the Zaltrans, Dixie. There's a beta. There's fucking Narragansett. There's fucking Yingling, Yingling, Yingling. Yeah, uh, is it Yingling or Yingling? Yingling. I always called it Yingling. Yingling. Yeah, I don't. I'll know. buy
0: Yingling. Yeah. Uh, Wineheart's, Rolling Rock.
1: Dude, Rolling Rock. Which?
0: What was the one from the? By the um, way, from rolling, the Northeast, from rolling, New England. R- rolling they Rock had a big is the worst one too. beer ever.
1: Rolling um, Rock is not the worst beer. Um, ever. It sucks my balls. Okay, and it gives you
0: Rhea. I love things that suck my balls. Not Rhea Perlman. <laughs> Diarrhea. I feel like sucking the balls is neglected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and with that, welcome back. Talking little World Cup. How's that to switch it up for you, you little Mongols? Yeah. You we weren't expecting you. that. You didn't know what you were expecting. It's a World it was Cup. like your wife cooking after a four-day stretch of work. You don't know what's about to hit. And then you get tuna casserole. You Mm. lucky man. I love you. Bobby loves you because you were in Cloud City, forgetting about all your shitty relatives, forgetting about your drunkles, forgetting about yelling about politics across the table. You were just here on a beautiful day listening to our dulcet tones talk about nothing but the realist of the whiskeys and the whiskeys of the realist We are the whiskey real. We are back. We are on holiday and we're feeling goddamn exceptional right now. How are you? I'm not going to wait for a response. We love you. We're in cloud city. Let me introduce the guy across from me. He's very special. He has um, certain things that he uh, does. What the fuck is that mean? It was so ambiguous. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to make that as weird as possible. Um, this is Bob Fan Noise. He's my friend. He's a cohort. He is one of the most interesting people you'll ever meet, unless you're somebody's daughter, and then he might be a problem. I could be an issue. I love you, Bobby Noise. Welcome to the program.
0: It's good to see you, sir. Thank you, man. After this Thanksgiving... It is uh nice to settle back into a little routine cuz I don't
1: know, holidays are weird. I don't love the holidays. I know. You've got a lot of family shit that would <sighs> preclude whole, you. I got from a whole enjoying the I got holidays. a whole thing. I know. Um
0: across from me.
1: <laughs>
0: and then we'll check in real quick about yeah. the holidays. Uh, across from me. In fact, I just came this just popped into my head. What's that? His name is Aaron Brandeis. From Francais.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. I you Vive La France. You, you vive, you la France. Say, vive la
0: France. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Brandé, a fan of Mbappé from France. <laughs> How you doing, my brother? Good Talk to man. me about your Thanksgiving. Good, Tell me real good quick. Man.
1: Well, thank you for asking. I had uh I had uh Mom and, Mom I know you guys do it. I do it big. Thanksgiving's big for me. It's my, you know, being a kitchen slave for so many years that I was, I love busting out um, fun stuff. So I did a strip loin, a New York strip loin. It was a six-pound strip loin, herb-crusted, shaved it off the the loin, uh, made some, like, demi-glace and mashed potatoes and Brussels sprouts, and it was not the worst thing. Uh, Rex made her death mac which is now becoming famous, her death mac and cheese, which will kill any man. They should have sent that over to Germany in the 30s. They all would have died. Now that I'm struggling with
0: myocarditis.
1: (laughs) Why did you get vaxxed?
0: And a lot of people told me it was the vaccine. I was like, actually, you know, a you know year ago weird? today, I had, I was eating death mask.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: at Aaron Brandis's house. Yes,
1: brother. And yes. that's what gave me no, my. That might kill you. Um, we we had a lovely dinner. It was just me and momsies and popsies, and uh, we had a great dinner. It was super mellow. It still took fourteen hours to cook, of course, per usual. What did you do yesterday, buddy?
0: I went to the Benevolent Order of Elks. <laughs> They're very benevolent. <laughs> They're so ben- They are okay. First of all, let's just talk about the Elks Club real quick. I I am a member of the Benevolent local? Order. Local, local, right? Order, whatever we are. <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about the, about the dichotomy of being. Yeah, what's going an on there? on Thanksgiving. member, you know me. Yeah. I'm a psycho. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm a liberal, but I'm a I'm definitely not. You're one, not a libertarian. I'm not one of them.
1: You're not <laughs> that.
0: I am not one of them. But Magaga. but dude, I am embraced and loved Look at you. and fuck it like they had we That's had awesome. 11 turkeys. Fuck yeah. 6 of which were deep fried, <laughs> which were pretty good. By the way, I the, well, that most, was the only most turkey overrated
1: idiots. preparation of anything ever. But I will say this, it's
0: better than some dried ass. Fucking a right. Aunt Martha's If you don't turkey. know how to
1: do it, I know how to it. cook
0: a turkey. Don't do it. I know you know how to cook a yes, turkey. Yes, sir.
1: Cooking a turkey takes a week. I what I'm saying Like to properly is prepare I a saying. turkey. I was saying this. I do a radio... If you guys don't know, I do a radio show on a local radio station every Wednesday. And I had a whole fucking rant about this. Turkey is such a base, benign meat.
0: It It doesn't
1: do shit. So you have to... The labor involved on doing a turkey correctly... I did a New York strip loin with less drama easily than I did a fucking turkey. I did an 18... Bobby was there last year. I did 18 pound turkey last year. I injected it with Cajun marinade. I went off. I went off, off, off. That was a labor of love for 16 hours just to get a goddamn white meat bird out of a fucking oven. Think about the fact that It's going to take
0: you like three days to set it in the fridge and defrost it. It just sits there. Easily.
1: That's if you have time. Sometimes you got to leave it on the counter overnight.
0: You want to go next level? You want to brine it? Oh. Guess how long that fucking takes. That's overnight. Yeah.
1: And then you get 8 a.m. in the morning.
0: 8 a.m. in the morning. you're
1: shoving butter under the skin. Uh And you're seasoning. And you're draining. You're doing all that. And then you start. Yeah. And every half hour. Oh. You have to stop and baste. Baste. And flip and baste. It's the it's the fucking most murderous thing to cook.
0: So I I do the thing where you start it upside down. Yeah. You should. The Martha Stewart kind of It's
1: because things with fat caps you start fat cap up.
0: Start fat cap up. Turkey, you go dark meat up. Ass up. Ass up, bitch. go ass up. Hey, that's how I live my life, baby. Ass up. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, long story short, yes, which were beyond that.
1: Long story I, long.
0: I went to the Elks Club. They did a big meal for all Fuck the members. Yeah, man. Um, that's why you I w- are in the club. I will say this: we did turn away a few homeless people because it's not a we're not a public.
1: No, I get it. We're not a soup kitchen. Yep. You know what I mean? You're not, manna. We
0: we did give out a couple of to-go boxes to a couple of guys that kind of tend to roam around and hang around the elves. Hell yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with that. But we didn't let them pee there. (laughs) (laughs) Just on the side of the building. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: But we watched a lot of football. I was given, I would say, in the neighborhood of... 15, 17 shots okay, of tequila low. Okay. over the night.
1: Why is tequila? Look, I'm going to put this out there. Bobby told me the story that he was given tequila all night. All it's fucking, fucking Thanksgiving. Stop it with the tequila on Thanksgiving. That's like New Year's. That's some other shit. Can we just resign ourselves to whiskey Ugh. on Thanksgiving? Bro, it feels gross, you know? And I'm a huge tequila guy. It just feels wrong.
0: I would have been happy just sipping brandy or fernet or something.
1: <laughs> You're sipping brandy? <laughs> Fuck you, you just, dandy ass bitch. Just, I
0: am a bit of a dandy. <laughs> Speaking of that, we are drinking whiskey. And What did you buy, Bobby? I like this. It's not bad. So, this is a funny story because longtime listeners of the Whiskey Roll will recall How, Aaron Brandis going completely fucking ham. Yeah. On a distillery here in Colorado called Ten Cup.
1: Yeah.
0: We had like that episode. It. Yeah. Did not like it. Yeah. We revisited the bourbon from Ten Cup. Changed. Changed. Completely. Something was different. Yep. It was fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, we it, walk and in. that happens with distilleries. So it's the end of the month and it's the holidays. So I was like, first of all, we need something cheap. Fucking a! I'm broke, Dick. Yeah, and I need dick. some fucking cheap. Let's go, because <laughs> I got to pay you rent. But there's in like but seven days. But
1: there's <laughs> good, but this is the point. We never we go ham sometimes, and we'll buy some shit we know you guys can't get, just because of availability. Availability, not because you can't afford it, just because it's so obscure and weird, it's yeah. going to be hard. This is everywhere, and we'd like to. We've already done all the whiskeys that are everywhere. Jesus. Trust me when I say that. Yeah. We're 200 plus episodes into this bitch. We We have had everything. We're running out of options. Right. So we we were kind of going through and I was like Bobby have we ever we've done tin cup. Have we ever done the rye. We've done
0: tin cup bourbon twice twice because it changed because it changed we never did we've the rye. never done the straight rye right. version right of 10 cup right right right
1: mountain what whiskey. do you think and this is not bourbon this is not bourbon for all you bourbon lovers this has different rules which means it doesn't need to be for under two
0: years from a technical standpoint this is a an american whiskey
1: that's literally what it is. Literally yeah. what this is. Yeah. Just
0: American whiskey.
1: It's an American whiskey. But
0: it is a rye forward version of their ten cup whiskey. Right. And I am not hating it.
1: Um I couple things. I wanna hear it. You say rye. When you read the label and I hear rye, I expect something. I did not get what I expected. I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying if you're a real rye forward person and you like sipping real, real rye whiskey, this is going to taste more like bourbon than anything else. Um, It's not super peppery. It's not super um, spiky with its flavor profile. It's more rounded, more lush. More bourbon esque in the flavor palette. It's 90%, so it's not like overly blowing your head off like ABV. But if I blinded this, I would not call this a rye off the bat. There's no way. This just tastes like really sippable bourbon. I like it. I like their rye whiskey
0: as a bourbon better than their bourbon. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm. All I'm getting is red apple. I'm getting all that shit that it's, you would expect. F- off you of said burning. the word
0: lush. That is a perfect word. It's lush. Mm-hmm. It's mouthy. It's fruity. It's definitely a little spicy because of the barreling, yeah, but it's but not it's overly like,
1: burnt. It's more like pink peppercorns and not like black peppercorns. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's it's,
0: a, all right. It's like a little that.
1: floral and aromatic, but yeah. it is like bracing and like. And, and we paid, like thirty two, thirty two bucks. I mean, we paid less. You're yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna pay, pay more,
0: but I mean, for a thirty five, let's just call it a thirty five dollar
1: bottle. This would be a good. And speaking of the holidays, I know we're, by the time you hear this, you're gonna be past Thanksgiving. I always recommend if somebody's gonna invite you over to their house, you do one of two things: you either bring food or you bring booze. Bring a bottle. Most people I know. Don't want to bring food to a fight. You don't bring sand to the beach. Whoever's inviting you over for food is probably better than you at cooking. (laughs) Bring a bottle or a bottle of wine. This would be a really nice mid level bourbon that is I even even bourbon geeks, um, I know there's a whiskey and not a bourbon, I'm just saying. Even bourbon geeks would be okay with this. You put this in my glass, I'm fine. I don't, it's non-offensive. It's rounded. It's smooth. It's approachable. It's 35 bucks. So go fuck yourself.
0: And it's local. It's really cool. It's a colorado. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's Colorado
1: product. There we go. Is, front
0: range bitch. And it is fucking sippable. I mean, it's distilled shit, in Indiana, dude. but this one isn't. I, it is. Did you look it up? It is. This one's an NGP. <laughs> God damn
1: it. I know. God damn it. <laughs>
0: God damn it! I was actually—that's actually part of the reason you were so I just like. I know. So here's the thing. About, it's here's fine. we have to explain this. We, do we? Kind of. All right. Go ahead. Here's the thing about rye whiskeys. There are very, very, very limited supplies of one—the rye grain, just yeah. because of climate and how it grows. It's and fucked. Blah blah blah. Growing rye in certain states is basically impossible. So, you get certain producers in the Midwest that can produce rye at high, high, high levels. So, you have a company out of Indiana, MGP, which I don't even know what that fucking stands for. <laughs> grain more, producers is more something. More God people. Yeah, yeah, more God people. I think it's something more like I, I, grain I think, producers, no, Midwest think, grain producers. I think
1: it's more God people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyhow, like most of the rye whiskey you're going to get, if you buy bullet rye, it's going to be an MGP product. Yep. Like they they it is produced in Indiana. Yep. It's not a bad thing. No, it, it's, it's it's not a lot of people in the industry have a stigma about MGP rise. That's
1: just because they have their head up their
0: own ass. They're buying grain and applying their mash bill to a product that these guys produce, it doesn't Diminish the product. May may I put an analogy Please. forth? Please.
1: Imagine if you were a place that makes Italian food. And you have a menu where you're requiring different types of pasta. Okay? So what if you outsourced your pasta? Just the production of your pasta. And you made it any way you wanted to make it. You told them, I want this pasta made the same way. And they made that pasta exactly to your specification, gave it to you fresh. And with that pasta, you made a Pomodoro, right? Yeah. I added some garlic and some oil and some uh, fresh basil and some tomatoes. Does that mean the person making that Pomodoro doesn't have that dish? This is just base alcohol. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that when it's done, it's done. It means that when the people get the juice back, they can do whatever they want. They with can it. do whatever they, they want. They could rebarrel it. Yep. They could put fucking aspen staves in it. They could put fucking chloro junk in it to make it deeper colored. Which they do. Yes, they can do all of that. This is just a baseline for production. Yeah. So don't yeah. make it seem like somebody's making painting your art. They're doing things as you tell them. You tell them exactly how you want this neutral to go, and they make it. That's the beauty of that, of MGP. Yeah. That's a
0: really good explanation. Thanks. I like that.
1: Thanks. Because I think that
0: process is a little misunderstood in the world.
1: It's it's artsy-fartsy. It's a little head up your own ass. We all do things. Yeah. You don't make your own salt, do you? So does that mean when you salt your dish, you're a fucking traitor to your... Man, shut up, dude. I'm so tired. It, it, I think we're getting away from that a little bit. I think our- Sea salt ge-
0: comes from the sea. I think, you okay,
1: know. Last <laughs> thing I checked, Colorado, mm, there are Not a smaller, lot of sea.
0: But there's a lot of small farmers in Colorado that do produce rye grain. They do. And- For how- Laws. 100%. Laws does their own shit. They do their own shit. Yeah, man. Now, that doesn't mean- they don't buy rye. No, they buy a, the grain. You know, it's like let's anything.
1: Not, yeah, get out of your own ass. Yeah. Like, is does it taste good? That's where we should this land the level. Tastes good. That's a good product.
0: I think this is a good buy. It's a good product. Um, Solid not, buy. Just being a rye guy in general. You're I'm, so rye. I'm not gonna go over the top on this just because I will probably buy a couple of other ryes before I buy ten cup
1: at cheaper. Cheaper, we're not going to talk about it. We
0: won't talk about it cuz yeah. we've talked
1: about we it. Cuz we already know what we're saying. Ad nauseum. But but it's not a it's it, it the good thing about this rye we can end on this. The good thing about this rye is yeah, we should. It, it doesn't it doesn't need to be mixed. And a lot of the other ryes we've talked about in the past N- that are need great to be in mixing by, need to have something else. This is it it guys it's sirp, it's sipping bourbon. Yeah. that's all it is it's sipping rye it's really but good but it's not super rye out it's such a bourbon happy <laughs> Thanksgiving fuckers yeah happy birthday fuckers I don't you think like anyone's
0: that? gonna know that reference yeah
1: dude okay can I bring this up before we get into the next thing I'm yeah I'm so excited
0: I'm gonna explain that there reference there is but I
1: know I love that I know everybody loves faith no more um, that's not true <laughs> That's not true. I know so many can people I, that can hate. Can I Faye bring them something more. out? There's a festival that we're not going to, but I found for me and Rex that is in May. We're gonna be going out of town in April, so we can't double out and go out of town in May. There is a festival in Vegas. And if I read you the lineup of this festival, it's bungle tones. System, um, f- uh, fucking uh, ministry, Camfdm. Yeah. Uh, it, it is literally every band from the 1992 to 2002 yep. that meant anything in a festival in what Vegas. What does the anagram KMFDM stand for? Kill
0: motherfuckers. Kill motherfucking Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. <laughs> Which but, I think is fantastic. Mode. I love the best so, mode, but
1: I know. But but
0: th- this I could is see a scenario where'd kill him. But
1: bungle and tones and it, oh, there was come on, look, come on, look, this is breaking my heart to even talk about. That was legit, it's dope as shit. And okay, they have their corns and their things thrown in there because you almost can't not have that, but I'd you don't have to see that, show. but you. You I don't, don't have to see that. I'm not seeing corn, but I would see bungle. I'd hang out for 20 minutes and watch bungle, corn. bungle. I would murder my fucking. <laughs> That's what f- I'm saying. Best friend to see <laughs> <laughs> thrill kill cult. Is there?
0: Wow! Yeah, dude.
1: It's, when has there been a thrill kill? Well, it's deep and dirty. This festival, and we were like, "Look." The full at name of the
0: band is My Life, Life with, with the Thrill Kill, kill Cult. Yeah, but it's Thrill Kill, and uh, yeah,
1: it's cooler every hot, cooler
0: than Jesus. Yeah, every hot, first. every hot yeah. chick
1: you knew in 1999 listened to Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah, she That's did. That's all I'm saying. Hey, um, and then if an she met me, she listened festival, to it after. Right? I Bronx, know, right? But an Bobby, an amazing. That sounds great. It would have been. It's been a
0: long time since I saw a show like that.
1: Like that. Yeah. Where it was just all of our fucking knuckleheads. And sometimes those shows. Did I mention
0: Killing Joke? Wow! Fuck off! I got some Killing Joke on vinyl, baby. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Let's go! All right. We're gonna have a. We are. I know. I'm sorry, guys. No, this is fun. We've had a great talk.
1: We're not done. We're not done. You know why? We're going to talk about the end of things. We're going to talk about endings. Endings.
0: Endings. Yeah. We're approaching the end of one of the... I'd, I'd have a hard time pinning down what has been the worst year of the last four years because the last four years have been challenging.
1: Apocalypse. <laughs> I I have a different <laughs> word that I'd like to use for the this last year. Bring it. Yeah. It it has been it's it's it has not been bad. It's been that I just said it, it's been challenging. And being challenged is not a bad thing. It hasn't been all bad, doom and gloom. There's been some very, very bright spots that have occurred over the last year. Not for all of us. I'm not assuming anything, but I'm saying we've had deaths in our families. We've had uh, really weird shit happen outside of post-pandemic or whatever world shit. Um, Personal stuff that's been very challenging. It's been a really interesting year and challenging year, and I don't think that's bad. And I think if you can um, make fucking, you know, make fucking uh, pigs, you know, uh, purse out of a pig's ear type shit and you can make it make sense for you, it's not going to be a. Completely bad thing, yeah. But it's been hard. Let's not mince words. This year's been hard, bro. Yeah, it's been hard for you. It's been hard for me. Yeah, this has been a Um, motherfucker. And I think for a lot of people listening, a lot of people out there, it's been hard. But it's not. Doesn't have to be bad. Hard is not bad.
0: The French have a a word for this, or a, a a term for this which I would apply to it. It's fin de cycle. This is the end of a cycle, the end of the cycle. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to grow out of this. Amen. Or we have the option to descend into the ultimate end,
1: <laughs> which is very French, okay. <laughs> which is
0: very French. <laughs> but, but I think I mean, I didn't mean to hijack you, but no, I no, no, but I hijacked I, I, you. I, I think that this is an opportunity for us, like, all of us to grow out of this ending. That, yeah. We, let's face it. Dates are arbitrary. What no. does January 1st actually it mean? Nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. It's just another it's day. It's fun to attach to. Though. It's another day. The yeah. sun comes up. and Goes down. Goes down. And everything is the same. And this so is all will it be. all arbitrary. And we attach... Our behaviors and our decisions on these arbitrary dates or whatever. I just want to talk about things that end well and don't end well. And that's what we're going to do. <laughs> but
1: first, we're going to have a dart. Are we going to do that?
0: Yeah. That's a dart. Ni- I like that. Let's start. Wow. We never do that. We never get l- like. Call an audible, dude. I like that. Omaha. I like <laughs> Omaha. Kill, kill, kill.
1: <laughs> kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Right back to school Look back, I sift through all the clinks Rubbing the halls all year Making me sick While everyone's out trying to make the cut And
0: when you think you know me right I swish it up behind the wall Smoking cigarettes and sipping
1: vodka I'm a to catch a cab Ain't no one stop us Give me a break, I'm on some other. That festival
0: I don't know. It's dude, calling my name. After hearing a little back to school, <sighs> I kind of want to go to that festival. Yeah, are you kidding me? Just Chino? fucking.
1: St-
0: come on. He's not as skinny as he used to be. But, but he's still skinny. Who amongst us are? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're 45 year old deadbeats, dude. I'm almost 50, homie. I am 50. You're 50. You suck it nerd. <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out. <laughs> you just did. That's fine. <laughs> no, we announced that you were 50 when I it know. happened. I know. Just it's a few fine. episodes ago. I just so. I, I I'm mm-hmm. I'm very nostalgic about all of my boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, I read that lineup of bands and I'm like, bro. <sighs> Come on. You're gonna put Killing Joke and Mr. Bungle and Tones Dude. and KMFDM and Throko Cult, and you're gonna put all those in front of me. What am I supposed to do,
0: listeners? We want your feedback.
1: <laughs> Who's
0: your favorite band from the '90s? <laughs> Who do you love? Um, and not just the 90s, I mean, that extends into the aughts, and yeah. there's oh, yeah. so many bands there. There's still there that relevant Some music. of those bands, Ministry and yep. bands like KMFDM, those are early 80s. Yeah, man. You know? Early like industrial.
1: Early like industrial. industrial. Talk to Progenitors. Us Progenitors of the industrial movement. They created this shit.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. You can reach out to us at 970-426-5344.
1: Can't hide the cuts
0: nine seven zero <laughs> nobody four, knows what that means four two six five three four four <laughs> shut up dude <laughs> it's like I tell you things in confidence I know, I know but confidence sorry.
1: Sorry, man. sorry
0: uh reach out to us at whiskeyreal at gmail.com yeah we a little long form I love the emails that I don't read yeah yeah and uh, you know, we're out on the all the social medias. We, we would love here. some reviews. We out here. We we out. We out here. We out. Yeah. Hey buddy. Um we've talked about this on the podcast before. We What's have that? extolled the virtues of Andor. Yeah. But that show just now wrapped up. We just got to watch the finale. Jesus. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah. How about How bad did it
1: suck? <laughs> How about it's the best Star Wars property maybe ever. How's that? It's, it's pretty close. It's, it's pretty close. The adult version of everything you wanted out of Star Wars. Yeah. It 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 it, 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 it it's really amazingly done. It's different but the same. In, In what a, way?
0: It the narrative They filled in the narrative so effectively and watching the finale that really landed on me, I was like, though, they really tied some fucking dots together. Right. You know what I mean? But the feel of it is so different. It's like it feels like a different property. Sure. But not in a bad way. Like this story needed to be told with some attentiveness and
1: detail. They adultified. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. They made it for grown ups. Yeah. This wasn't bullshit anymore. You know what I mean? It felt it there, people were dying. Uh fucking stormtroopers were actually shooting people. Yeah. People were dying from stormtroopers. Yeah. When has that ever happened? Yeah, <clears throat> they were actually pretty good at their jobs <laughs> yeah, dude. and Andor. They actually had aim. But it was it felt more connectable, it felt more relatable.
0: So it it fills in the void between um the original trilogy or I'm sorry, before the well, how do you it's the original. The I mean Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We all chapters know Chapters one through three.
0: Yeah. It fills in that void of how we got to the new hope, how we right. got to Star Wars. Right. As it were. Right. So we had the prequels which were mixed results. I think if we're being friendly,
1: <laughs> I'm not saying anything. We got <laughs> Rogue One which was arguably the best one of them all. So if I'm
0: being really clear, actually this fills in from Rogue One Rogue One or well no from Pre from one. Revenge right, of right, the right. Sith yeah 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 into how yep. Rogue One Came to be. Yep. And more importantly, this is the point I want to make because this is what I was left with. This is this series filled in a a very important question that we probably don't even think about. How did the fucking rebellion actually start? start? Yeah. And what was the pivotal moment? What was the assassination of Sans Ferdinand kind of moment? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was the bird? The spark. What was the spark that led to the fire that is the resistance and the rebellion?
0: And I think that was the end game for me. And I, I know Felt there's like, a there's a I bigger story to that, but I, I think the end game maybe of this series on Disney Plus was to say what is the pivotal moment that set up what created the rebellion?
1: The, yeah the 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 resistance was already going on. We know that, right? Yes, and. They martyred Cassian's mom. Marva. Marva. She wasn't killed by the Empire. But she recorded this message that got sent over to everybody on one planet in a trillion planets, by the way. So it wasn't like this was Earth and she motivated Earth. This is one single planet. Yeah. And you saw everybody rise up after that speech. And... That's where you knew the resistance was truly born, and yeah. the the resistance was truly born. It was a, a really, really well done moment. And yeah. I won't ruin it for people that haven't watched it. You yeah, don't really we don't want to get but,
0: too spoilery. But, but like,
1: there was a moment. But
0: we know she is passed. Yeah, and we know like. That for some reason her droid has become one of the greatest characters in goddamn Star Why Wars. Why do history. I love that little fucker? It's amazing, is that dude. It's he—he's getting
1: R two status. Yes, hundred percent, dude. Status, man.
0: he's already. Surpassed, I love that motherfucker. He's better than BB. Yeah, easy. You easy, know what I mean. Easy. But he's now he's like R two yeah, status. Dude. Like this is a yeah. thoughtful. Yeah, he's like, a little.
1: He's a little fucker. Yeah, I love that little fucker. Love it. Dude, love I, lo- I love... Great series. Good on you, Disney Plus, for doing bringing this out of life. We've been extolling the virtues of Mandalorian, which was amazing. Boba, we're a little bit... Until
0: it became weary. Mandalorian.
1: Right. Um, But this made Star Wars adult, and I don't think it's ever gotten to that point uh, before. And it was really amazing.
0: I think it's really fascinating that... I, I thought about this. Like, if I was a kid, what and would you think? All of this was happening. Yeah. It would have been like manna from heaven.
1: Right. The, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would have done go a nothing different else. Different direction. Different direction. Yeah. If I were a kid, I might have looked at this as boring because it was so heady in adult. It I is might have heady. thought this is boring. It is heady. I want robots blowing each other up. I want fucking starfighters i'm yeah. on explosions from the makers of this. michael clayton <laughs> <laughs> so stupid <laughs> but it is it know, is like I the know. crew but from michael clayton that's made this a, fucking a, show that's um, that's actually a positive thing to say if i were a kid i might not even get into andor because it, yeah. it's that Adult cerebral political yeah. um oh, dude subterfuge, emotional, like it,
0: it Mothma being that character that like yeah. she's kind of the like linchpin political character that goes in and out of all so these. So this
1: is a political thriller. This isn't yeah. Star Wars. No, it's amazing. That's what makes it cool. It's amazing. So watch Andor fuck off. <sighs> and the and to all of you that aren't
0: watching it out of principle. What the fuck else are you doing? Just eat a dick. Yeah. Well, you're obviously too boring to watch the World Cup too. So, like, fucking,
1: you don't want to watch fucking, uh, you know, Qatar versus nil 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 (laughs) nil. We were. This led into a broader discussion, which is how unsatisfactory the ending of movies and series have been. I love this, and we can go back. We can go back a little ways. You have the famous endings like New Heart. I know this is for everybody over 50. But there's shows that have like really came with some interesting concepts at the end of their series. So. Yeah.
0: I have to interject. I mean, your view of Newhart's finale. Yeah. Satisfying or unsatisfying?
1: It's It was the first to do it. It was the first to do it. So they get a they get a big, yeah. big ups. They went on that.
0: Yeah, they went back to another property. That, I
1: it was clever in it as much as they did it for the first time. Yeah. What I'm saying is now everything from movies. Like I was telling Bobby, we watched uh, that new horror movie, Smile. Listen, I know <laughs> these horror movies aren't going to be anything special, but I'm the horror movie guy, so I have to watch all of them there is a distinct lack of the ability to close up a story. And this isn't just that movie. This is lost. This is game of Thrones. Uh, we watched, just watched the ending of, uh, walking dead, which nobody's watched for five years, but they had a, they had really had an opportunity and they had a diligence to give the fans like what they wanted. And it, it was left for want for some. For some, it was fine. Um, we we have a lack of the ability to close a story out. I think in media, and I don't know the last movie or series you saw where you're like, where it felt like the ending felt good. Like, can you think of the last movie you watched where you're like, this is really interesting, and then the ending? We talked about Barbarian. Yeah. Where little, it felt
0: like... A little disappointing.
1: What cool movie. Doing. Great property. Great property. Very fun. Really cool concept. What What is... Ha- you, you said where it's like... It seems like people used to write the story backwards. Start with the end.
0: Right. Right. Like, here is our destination. Right. And how do we get there? Right. It seems like a more logical approach to... Having a satisfying kind of uh, conclusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, It's hard. I mean, we could ask our friend Blake. Like, he wrote a trilogy of books. Right. The Wayward Pines trilogy. Mm -hmm. And he never had the opportunity, because of the way they structured the story for TV, to ever tell the... The ending. The actual... They kind of had the ending of the trilogy (laughs) in the first season of the show. And it became very convoluted after that because it's like, well, now we have to come up with different characters and different end games. And it's like, that's what happens with television shows, right? Like Lost probably started out as something they kind of had an idea what they wanted it to do. Or did they? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. But we do know that in the meantime, it was such a popular property yeah. that they had to keep it going. Yeah. So you keep it going and then you start to lose sight of what your end game was. Right. The, and maybe that was their end game from Jumpstart is it, like they were going to be all
1: in limbo and
0: dead or the, whatever bullshit the they part, did.
1: Well, they inevitably knew hard at the end of it. It was all a dream. It but, was.
0: Well, not a a dream. You know what I'm saying. It was like like, his
1: dying visions or something. Everything you've seen for six
0: years didn't actually
1: matter. So, (laughs) it was garbage. (laughs) Uh, But my point being, it's such a lost art in cinema, in television, to give people a satisfactory ending it seems like the most problems people have with any individual series or a movie is it doesn't end well yeah you know and and yep. I'm, I'm i'm wondering why that i'm wondering if people sit around a boardroom or sit around their own laptop and go i got a great premise let me write this premise yeah. out i don't know how it's going to end you brought up game of thrones yeah.
0: Which was a very unique situation because for like sure. he has to date still never released um any of these new stories. Like right. the the show has been done for three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he still has not released like the next novel in the right. series. So that becomes problematic because it's like, well,
1: shit. Like how do we satisfactorily, like, in this? Well, and my problem was this. If you're going to write yourself into 75 different story arcs and try to conclude it in an hour and a half, yeah. you have a problem. Yeah. S- Stop writing yourself into a corner. Yeah. We brought up no country for old Ooh, men. Yeah. That's right? A, yeah. So, okay, I'm not saying it's the most, like, easily digestible concept ever. But it was very clear where the movie was going and where the story was going. It it didn't have a bunch of side angles and side stories. It feels like it was linear. Very linear, which I appreciated. There and I'm not trying to compare that to like Game of Thrones or anything. It's apples and oranges. What I'm saying is it feels like these writers nowadays that have this big series write themselves into a corner they can't get out of. They write so many story arcs and so many different characters. Why don't you just concentrate on the big the big ones you got and stop trying to like yeah. overextend yourself writing-wise? Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Okay. It makes 100% sense. And I would love to know... Your opinion and our listeners' opinions on what are the properties that you think ended well? Yeah. What there, ended with... like? They're mean, not a lot. Well, maybe well's not even the word, but ended satisfactorily. Like right. I was like, oh, okay. I like I how it, that ended.
1: Right. There's not a lot, man. There's
0: not... I mean... The one thing that popped into my head, because this is recency bias, I guess, but like, was Ozark. I thought the ending of Ozark. Loved it. It was great.
1: Great. Very satisfying.
0: Open ended, but, but still satisfying. You know, you've seen the last of that story.
1: Exactly.
0: You just that. know in your head that story's going on. Yeah,
1: you had brought that up, and I think that's good on you. There's not a lot of series that have been able to do that, that have like ended well. Yeah it's it's a very hard i and that's why I was uh, I was talking to Rex about it and I'm like how many movies or series today that we watch it like we feel satisfied yeah you brought up sopranos which I love the ending okay yeah this is a great I one. thought there was no other ending but that what else are you gonna do well that's
0: that's the question i I don't know i I am still kind of, all these years later, up in the air about how I feel about that ending. Right. Now, David Chase and all these people have come forward and they're like, no, like, we know what happened. Right. And it was kind of what you guys suspected. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I liked the ending when I saw it, although it's jarring.
1: And there's... What is wrong with that?
0: Just cut to black. Yes. Is a very like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong
1: with that, but it's challenging. And we all knew, or we all thought, because it's all fiction, so it doesn't really matter. The idea was, bullet in the back of the head, lights out.
0: Well, and here's, here's the reason I think that that ending to The Sopranos works. They earned it. They yeah, earned it was that ending. A
1: decade of fucking shit. Let's yeah. go.
0: We've watched it for seven Let's fucking, fucking years, go. and you've earned. You've earned yeah. that ending. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that.
1: I don't either. Battlestar
0: Galacta. They fucking went on for six years. They earned their ending. This st- and a lot of people hate you it. You
1: should talk to Rex about this. She's a Battlestar fucking nutter butter. Oh, I
0: would love to have that conversation. Yeah, she's a nutter, nut but... They tell you the ending of that series in season one. Right. It's earned. Right. This so, is... Everything is cyclical. Everything so, is coming around. But, but
1: we even talk... Those are episodics which have more time to breathe. Movies. Okay. Movies. Oh, man. Movies are hard, but... What the fuck? The, like, hard. out of the last 10 years, like, the the, the, the what are the... Especially... Not so much drama or romance or kind of those little quirky movies. They can quirk themselves out of the ending. Sure. Horror movies have no shot to have a good ending. Seems like a... None. And
0: sometimes you could have a film that's actually interesting and fun and scary at times or whatever. And then they that third act... They fuck it. They just fuck you. They put
1: in a monster and then that's it. It's done. It's done. Um, Baba Duke, great ending. That was a great ending. it's was one of the last good endings in my recent member.
0: I think Don't Breathe had a fucking really satisfying but ending. But then they made a
1: point. They made a part two.
0: They made a pointless sequel, which was dog shit. And they ruined the ending. The ending was great. The On ending that. was great. Don't
1: Breathe was great. I will agree.
0: Fetty Alvarez. It follows. It follows. Fucking per- never you. touch that property Thank again. Thank you. Don't Perfect. ever do
1: it. Follows again. Perfect in it. Thank you. It follows is <laughs> so, fucking, so good. fucking good. It's my, one so of my
0: good. one of my favorite uh, tools that filmmakers use is the false tease, yeah. which is like, oh, there's going to be a sequel to the guest, but yeah. there's not. There's never. Never make a sequel to that fucking movie. No, why would like, you? Like, leave it open ended. Did you ever see the invitation? Of course,
1: I saw the invitation. <laughs> when the when the red light you, on go your on, recommendation, when the red lights go on at the yeah. end, Yeah. that's the end of the, the movie. That's the end of the movie. So stop it. Stop. We're how down about here. this? How about this is more tantamount to ending something that deserves to be stopped and put in an encapsulation. Just stop this fictional world that you've created and stop trying to fucking feed off of it for sequels or whatever do something else there's sometimes properties that are so chill in their encapsulation right just leave it alone dude. leave it alone stop you know don't it. breathe I would have said it great. stop making that property that was a great ending. it would have been fine yeah Dude, which is disgusting ending Which I love so much It was uh, so <laughs> disgusting
0: <laughs> By the way If you guys haven't seen Don't Breathe uh, Fetty Alvarez So good dude. Directed that it's so
1: disgusting
0: What the fuck
1: It's so great
0: No one saw that coming No So buddy to speak saw that coming <laughs>
1: Hey hey Nice little wink uh, and a nudge brother uh, It's uh, the worst <laughs> use of a turkey baster that you'll ever fucking see in your life. It's the It's best. a great movie. It, it really is well done.
0: It it has It's a, just psychopathic. It has a sense of suspense to it. And yeah, dude. That that, that is
1: that error that hangs. It is a different movie. With sound, there's the, the, the lack of sound. Lack of oh, sound. Okay. Um it's a
0: it's a film about negative vocal space. Yeah.
1: It's so you just crazy. Shit. You sit there and shit yourself. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Suck a dick. Um, I like that. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Oh. I love you all. Uh we're we're you're gonna hear us on Tuesday. This is a day after Thanksgiving. So um I hope all of you had some semblance of giving thanks. Yeah. Right? So I, I did. think we should, I did. Good. How about this? Let's end this on this. We're gonna do our pearls of wisdom yesterday. It's going to be a slash giving thanks. I like that. Uh what what do you what do you what have you given thanks for, my guy? Not
0: as much as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> as we alluded to, two thousand twenty two has been a it's so been a fucker nut. It's been a bear. Yeah, man. I have fallen away from my family to a large degree to the point where I think I'm not really associated to my family anymore okay necessarily i, I uh, we'll and when I say my family I mean like I, they're never gonna listen to this so uh, gives <laughs> it doesn't matter um uh, you know all that's left in my family is my father and my sister right and I've reached out to them, trying to mend fences and sure. recreate. Really, and I've been met with mostly indifference or whatever. Okay, and that's fine. Look, I'm a 50 year old man. I don't yeah. need you don't need your I don't cool need my daddy. Yeah. to fucking take care of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's still nice to have your. It is nice. Yeah. So this year on Thanksgiving, you know, th- holidays for me are tough. Having lost a mother and a brother in the last yep. few years, you know, you know how it is. Like every fucking holiday comes up, you're just like, oh, fuck, fuck. I yeah. wish I'd be hanging out with those fucking people for sure. You know what I mean? The cool they were, ones. They were pretty cool. The cool ones. Yeah, yeah. they were. They were awesome. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, yesterday, I didn't really do a lot. I just, I joined, two years ago, I joined the uh, Benevolent Order, and I became an elk, which I've always, like, I remember, like, when I was a kid, my dad was an elk, and I was always like, what the fuck is this, like, secret handshake shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then, even when I was joining the Elks, because I basically wanted a parking pass for downtown... (laughs) which i'm not gonna lie that's what i wanted it's 120 bucks a year you get a parking pass in durango are you sure that's That's easy that's gold yeah but uh no i went down yesterday they do a thanksgiving meal for members every year members and their families and friends and i managed to bring in some friends I had some really good you know, people that I'm associated with come in and we had the loveliest time, man. We That's just, what's up. Man. There was 11 turkeys, all the sides, right. you know, which I don't really give a shit about turkey food <laughs> and all that. But but we had a great time. We watched That's football games important. and we left our asses off and we had a lovely, lovely time. And these are people that I associate with because of the restaurant we eat at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and it just hits you, like, I had this like lady friend come in and visit with me, and she was joking around with my friend Steve, who was sitting across from me. And, and uh, she's like, "She's like, you're pretty cute. Like, do you have any brothers or anyone that's single or whatever?" And he's like, "You're sitting next to my brother. You're sitting with Bobby. Right? Bobby's my brother. Right?" And I was like, "It. it I was a little taken aback. Right? You know? And I was like, know, yeah, you're right, man. Like, we.'" I spend more time with that guy. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Than I do with almost anybody. Like I see that motherfucker like four times a week. Yeah. And all we do is make each other laugh and love each other and Hell yeah. It's like you and I we like we see each other, we hug. Yeah. When we walk away from each other, we hug. Yeah. We you know what I mean? It's brothers. We're brethren. Yeah. And that's I don't know. Anyways, that I don't know. I, I, that was a circuitous path to just saying that I had a really nice day yesterday, good. and I spent it with people that I really cared about. Not That's all the it, people I cared
1: about. No, I know. You know what I mean. That's but Thanksgiving.
0: I had a nice
1: day. Good. We all deserve those. Yeah. And they're they're starting to get in short supplies sometimes.
0: And I didn't get in an invite from this guy this year, so... Well... (laughs) See... No, I'm I'm just kidding.
1: Bobby's been invited to my house every year, so we just figure he shows up. I had a plastic bottle of
0: Svetka ready to go. I,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did a New York loin strip roast, which was... Oh, my God. So good. Um... But, you know, Bobby has an open invitation to Thanksgiving in my house. I don't think I need to invite him anymore. It's like your uncle where you're like, yo, I didn't get invited. I'm like, whatever, dude. Open invitation. Anyway. Anywho. Um, Thanksgiving is um, a weird time of the year because if you've had some family shit, it usually dredges up all that family shit. Um, and so does Christmas, obviously. But the holidays in general. It makes you feel away. And if you have people around you you love, you can feel that sort of way. or if you have people around you that aren't there anymore, it makes you feel that other kind of way. And either way, hopefully every one of you have been with people that love you. That's it. Bobby was talking about being at the Elks Club. He was with people that were getting his back and, and, and really making him feel part of something. And I had my Thanksgiving, which we always go to the tits and cook a lot. And my mom and my stepdad were there, who is 88 and is probably not going to be around for a lot longer. So want to make sure everything's special for that man because he deserves it. And we're going to do this next week. Um, But this week, make sure you take the opportunity to at least call the people that you should call. You know. I did. I called my sister. I don't talk to her very often, not because I hate her or anything, just because. (laughs) Um, You know, it just is what it is. Make sure you at least take a moment, take a chance, um, and jump off a ledge and talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. That's what the holidays are about. It's about reconnecting, not just disconnecting. So try to do that. We will be back here next week. Um, I promise you. That yeah. that we will do. And um, I love you guys. We might be doing... A Star Wars
0: style holiday special of the Whiskey Reel where we just write something horrible.
1: Do you want to kill yourselves right now?